Hello listeners and welcome to Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo. Make sure you go hit that like button, subscribe, and rate us on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. We put out new episodes weekly, so you want to make sure you don't miss a single thing. And while you're there, you can also leave us a comment or two. Or, if you want to reach us more directly, you can DM us on our official Instagram at Making It Make Sense with IJT, or you can also email us at Making It Make Sense with IJT at gmail.com. Hey everyone, it's Jasper, and welcome back to another episode of Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo. Today we're going to be breaking down those misconceptions and false narratives of black gay men. Make sure you guys leave us some reviews and follow us and listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, and Instagram. Our Instagram is Making It Make Sense, IJT. You can email us at Making It Make Sense with IJT at gmail.com and send us any notes or any comments you have. Also, you can leave us voice notes on Anchor as well, and you can um, like and love us on Spotify, and you can rate us on um, uh, on uh, Apple, Apple Podcast. Podcasts. <laughs> yes, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I, I, we yes, gotta guys. remember that. <laughs> so, yes, guys. So let's get started. Um, uh, let's get started, Theo. You can start the conversation. Cause... Oh, can I? Misconceptions that people have. <laughs> about black gay men where can i start i think there's like 14 million books of misconceptions oh my god yeah so um well this started from uh conversations that me and jasper heard and had on an app called clubhouse where you know it's a like a community of people that come and they start talking and have different conversations and for some reason, every time when there was a disagreement about the black community or black um, women and the community being looked at or perceived in a certain way, I noticed in there that black gay men were always being mentioned in a negative way. Like, you know, the reason why women, black women are higher rate for HIV is because of black gay men. Mm-hmm. The reason the home is bro, you know, there's a broken home is because of black gay men. The reason that um, the community there is black on black crime, everything they blamed on the black gay man. Like the weight is just on us for the way that the entire, like the whole backbone of the black community is based on our perceived actions yeah. in every situation. That's wild. And it was just like, uh, what the fuck are you Negroes talking about? And I'm like, yeah. And once again, and that, you know, as a queer individual, mm-hmm. it was just very bothersome and I could not keep my mouth shut. Like, once again, your preconceived notions of what a black gay man is, is the problem. And especially in the black community, you see them use weapons of white supremacy or tools of white supremacies to further oppress queer people, period. I'm going to talk more about queer people instead of about the black gay man. Mm -hmm. And that's what they were doing. The same language 
and the same um, of vernacular being used to oppress black people by whites is the same language that they were using to discuss black queer people. And it was just like, and they targeted black gay men. And it was always in this negative, nasty, referring to their Bibles and referring to their scriptures instead of first treating people like human beings. Mm-hmm. And I, quite frankly, I can give two fucks what you think about who I am and who I be. <laughs> okay. Keep, you, your job is to treat me with respect. And I don't ask anyone to treat me with respect. I demand respect the minute I walk into the room. Blue. Because this bullshit about asking permission for you to accept me and asking for permission for you to like me, I'm like, fuck you. Oh, I'm, yeah, I, I am the cool club. I come <laughs> in with privilege. So this bizarre notion that black gay people have to, or black gay men have to beg for acceptance is, is a concept that is beyond me and is beneath me. And it looks like that's what uh, a lot of people are accustomed to. They're accustomed to black gay men, uh, first of all, being feminine, being silent, being mocked. And that is the only place that looks like black gay men can be in the black community. They're supposed to be feminine, mocked, dismissed, and diminished. And we're supposed to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. This black queer person does not believe that. I believe in equity. So just as loud and just as obnoxious and uh, masculine or a variety of ways that my heterosexual counterparts are, I'm going to be the same way. And we're not a, I think this is, I mean, we've said this before, just, um, you know, in regards to the black community in general, but um, that goes dually for um, black queer men. Um, or black queer people in general, um, you know, we're not a monolith. We don't have to come in whatever digestible box or space that, you know, you need us to occupy to make you feel better or to make you feel more comfortable or like, okay, I can, I can swallow that. That makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. We're not supposed to to make sense to you because I am not defined by what you think it's supposed to look like you know what i mean we're living out our own queer experiences um as we've built them and as we have designed them ourselves amen right? what so about you yeah jasper um i i i, I um agree with what you said everything you said i agree with one thousand percent because i was in the room with you in, the, in, the, in those spaces with you on club out there mm-hmm. it was very um it was just very uh uncomfortable, un- I guess uncomfortable in the sense of like sitting in space and just hearing the things that were saying, knowing that this is common, this is, you know, I'm not, this is familiar, it's not nothing new to me, but just to actually sit in the space and listen to them say certain things that were not true is like, okay, like their own, their own perceptions of what they believe black gay men to be. Mm-hmm. Like, like someone said, oh, black gay men, they go after straight men, like as if they're pedophile or something, like as if you know, we go after and we go, we seek and we go to 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 take or kidnap. You know, they made it seem so. They made it seem like a sick thing. There, there goes the, That's the misconception that yes. black gay men are predators. Exactly, exactly, and that's that was my issue. Like, mm-hmm. 
why it's not demented. Like, why make it seem like something that's something demented like that? Because first of all, it's not true. Because uh, that's that's very very not true. Because a lot of straight men, undercover straight men, go after gay men all the time. So that's very untrue. And it was oh, funny to me to say that. Yo, like, that's the, <laughs> yes, like yeah, but look at that. Even that down low nonsense. Down low is a heterosexual men's issue. Yeah. Gay people are over here. That's gay true. men are over here minding their business, living their, their true, business. authentic lives. And heterosexual males that don't want to make up their mind and make up what what you know what it is that they want to do are on that swing. They're swinging one way and then swinging back to another. Uh, gay yeah. men are sticking to gay men. I, you know, I, and I'm gonna like say this too, like. It is a straight man problem, but I also don't consider I don't consider those men heter to be heterosexual. In oh, no, my I, personal I'm using that term real loosely. Real, I was gonna say yeah, because they're you loosely know for me because to me, if you are because obviously there's a spectrum of of you know where you fall along the the you know of queerness right yeah and identity, and so you know like for me like I'll be like okay well clearly <laughs> clearly so-and-so is not you know and not to mock her or make fun of but just you know speaking honestly clearly that person is not a heterosexual person <laughs> clearly clearly but i don't mock that behavior like, because have... it's okay. so disgusting i'm sorry they're yeah. so is not them their actions are disgusting but the yeah. it, the false image that they portray Right. Into the gay, the black gay community is disgusting. And that actually rolls right into um, a comment that you made earlier in reference to, oh, okay, well, black, uh, black queer men in this instance are responsible, solely responsible, the notion that we are, that, you know, we're solely responsible for the spread of STIs, you know, um, and things of that nature um you know in in the black heterosexual community right in which first off again loosely because if that's the case men that are not being forthcoming and honest about what their sexual proclivities may be right um you are not you are part of you are the part of the the lgbtq plus community because Technically, those actions present those actions, th- those pro- proclivities, excuse me, present as as queer, right? So, to me, it's kind of like you are you are masking as a part of the, or not masking. You're you're a part of the queer community, but you're not being honest about that, and so then that falls back on people that are that are openly queer. But right? that's the problem I think that they have, Isaiah. They don't want to be part of the LGBTQ plus. They don't want to be connected to it at all. Right. Uh, you're narrative, right? Or title. Uh-uh. They want to, and once again, and you don't have to, and that's why the term MSM, men who sleep with men, men who have sex with men, came, came to be now, because they're more comfortable with the fact that uh, is that title and the stigma and the definition uh, of LGBT plus? I just want to be, they they want to be their own little island of men that sleep with men but have full blown relationship with women and children and families but it's have sex. So ma- it's so mask for mask. <laughs> it, it just it is. It's it, really it, it, right. it, and once again, live in that. 
Do not try to oppress and suppress a community of people who are being their true, authentic self. Mm -hmm. And then you are trying to always blame and shift blame or like uh, just make fun or just a, a, a slew of negative things on these individuals. If you're on an island by yourself because you don't associate with this group or these letters, go ahead and do so and be so and do so. But there's something else. And me and Jasper picked up on something else. And we were on the both in the same wavelength that every time the conversation goes left. And then you can also tell when a man is MSM because of the intensity and the heat that they throw oh, yeah. to LGBTQ+. Oh, yeah, plus. Yes. There's an anger with which they present. Oh, yes. It's mm-hmm. a different... I have brothers who it's are heterosexual... Different. And they're obnoxiously heterosexual. <laughs> and I know, you know, and we grew up around heterosexuals. Right. And we know what being heterosexual is. And we respect it. We admire it. And we honor it for what it is. These individuals, because they have not earned acceptance. They have not earned to be honored. They have not earned to be looked up. Give you a different energy and they give you a different feel. It's like a, it's kind of like this, like, untapped rage underlining everything that's being said. Am I correct in that? They should go give it to Black Jesus. Yes, it, it because is. Because I don't want it. It is. You're correct because I, I because I did I we, I had a group that uh day for yesterday uh, talking about that particular topic is it like like it, what's the issue because it's underlining underline underlying issue underlying tension when you put heterosexual men and gay men in the same space is, is there's this underlying issue from their side, not from our side, but their side mm-hmm. is the underlying issue and divide is constant. But they want to say, oh, we want to come together. But how can we want? How can y'all want to come together and bridge that gap when it's con- y'all constantly saying negative things that are not true and putting these negative mm-hmm. misconceptions and dogging us out, like making it make I, sense? I do want to add, and you brought up like a really like a good topic, like just as far like I feel like, and like this is just. I guess, I guess I've, in a sense, it's kind of like, maybe I'm in the minority. I don't know. I'm going to just throw it out there, but like, and you guys tell me, but like, so I do feel like for me specifically in my experience, um, the heterosexual male friendships in my life that I have are, they're really comfortable. And it's specifically, I mean, obviously like, I've known those those men I've known for a really long time. So it's like there's like but it's like one of those like where we can come together and like have conversations like where I feel really comfortable with these men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um and it's not like a whole lot of them. Like it's it's a handful, but it's like I really really like respect and care about those men very much. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like I can come to the table and like have conversations with them, you know, that don't feel like that don't feel uncomfortable. Like I feel in a safe space when I'm around these men as well. Like, you know, like that kind of thing. So it's, you know, we recognize it. We recognize the energy. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and you, and I agree with you, this other energy or this other entity is something else. It's something very, very different. And and, 
And they will sit there and tell you that, oh, well, there are no spaces where, you know, black men can just be black men. But you are not just being black men. You're being something else. And shout out to my brothers who are disgustingly heterosexual, poor them. (laughs) And shout out to my uncles and my nephews who are disgustingly heterosexual. (laughs) And they know and and they bring this warmth, this empowerment the strength yeah. that is beyond and heterosexual men who are you know they they are saturated in that are not this negative nasty suppressive and oppressive energy and good thing you said that shout out to i want to say stack or add on to that i want to say shout out to all the straight men in my life that have made me feel like i have a safe space and i have a safe friendship with you guys so i want to say that yeah oh, come on and, shout and, and there are a lot of them yes they and, are. and they are in the majority but again these minority ones these whatever i don't know who are always trying to stigmatize um, black gay people who are always trying to talk negatively about black um, black gay men are the ones that are the issue and, uh, and are, are the ones that are interacting with our daughters, with our aunt, uh-huh. with our nieces. And those are the ones that we need as together heterosexual men and gay men need to get together black gay men and black heterosexual men and sift them out, sit them down and have a good, talking to because they are the ones bringing down our communities because i hope the re- a real humble powerful heterosexual um black man will not use tools of white supremacy to oppress any member of his community bingo it's, yeah you're right you know you everything you said is true either it is it, when you're saying that like when you, you're saying that you know it was a group a group was created like the day the day after we did the group the other group, and it was titled uh, "Why Are Heterosexual Men Not Deemed as Human?" But it, but a homosexual woman are deemed as human are deemed as human. And I was like, so when did when were homosexual men ever deemed as human? Wait, what? What? It was it was you heard, t- you yeah, heard it was correctly, t- Isaiah. Can Why? I, okay. <laughs> yes. so, all right. I got it. Real quick. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let's let's run that back real quick. Wait a second. Okay. I have a question for everybody. How come groups that have not been marginalized and oppressed are always trying to feel oppression? Stop trying to... You are not oppressed. Stop it. And this isn't an oppression Olympics. It's not. It's not. It's It's not. really not. And that it's not the serve you think it is when you try to, like, make yourself oppressed and you're not. Stop it. It's not. And they got so tricky when Theo was... That's crazy. Theo was, trying, was, was explaining and basically, you know, trying to get them to understand like the similarities of black people being oppressed and gay people being oppressed. And it was like, you can't put those two together, but it's, it's, it's there's a connection there. And Theo was trying to make the connection, but they well, got so triggered. There's an, there, there's a, there's a connection there. It's, it's, he was just the similar, it's because there's a, a connection in far as both groups are oppressed. Right. Groups. And it's they didn't. The and they didn't want to hear that. And they was like, no, they didn't want that. And they were triggered by that. Like it because angers they some need, of them. It's like they can't. You know, listen. I don't have time for people. I'm gonna say this right now, real quick. Um, Theo and Jasper are saints and have the patience of gods because <laughs> I don't for real. Because and we talked about this the other day. I don't have the patience 
Okay, and I have a whole lot of patience. I, but I don't have the patience for people that don't understand un- intersectionality. Hello. Okay. I don't have patience. I don't, I'm going to go back. What do I always say, y'all? I'm not having convincing conversations with nobody in tea time. No, I'm not doing it. There's no reason. Uh, I'm just not. Because for me, it's an argument on site immediately. Like I, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not giving that energy I think there are, I think it needs to, like, the conversations need to happen 100%. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm bow. you can't see me right now, but I'm, like, bowing to you both right now because, because there's a level of patience and, and, and going, like, okay, you know what? Like, I have the mental capacity to do this. I have it in me. I'm just, I'm choosing not to. Because you don't need to. Stuff hey. like no, you don't. That, you don't need to. Like that, like that title of that group alone, I, I would have been set off. I would have been like, it's oh, violent. It's, a rap. it's very it's violent, a violent it title. No. And you know why I have those conversations? Um, mm-hmm. Because it also lets me know what the other side is thinking. It's because That's I have true. a bunch of heterosexual nieces and nephews um Mm -hmm. and they and especially my nephews because this is about the black gay man and the black um heterosexual man and my nephews are not rooted in this kind of ideology Mm -hmm. my uncles are not uh, rooted in this kind of ideology and they have to go into the world and interact with gay straight transgender whatever and women and they're going to have these preconceived notions of these individuals and they and there's going to be negative preconceived notions about them and I want to advocate for the black, because I advocate for anything black. If you are a black person from, if you're a black alien, I'm going to advocate for your black ass. Period. I <laughs> advocate for the black experience, period. Wherever you fall in. Yeah. Good, bad, and ugly. And I believe in equity. And if my nieces and my nephews, especially my nephews, because the topic is uh, male right now. Mm-hmm. They're going to be perceived in a way that they're not because of these detrimental messages. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose out on great opportunities and meeting great people because of these ridiculous ideologies of gay black men in the community. They might miss out on a good friend. They might miss out on a good godfather to their children, or they can be a godfather to their, the black gay man's child because they're black gay men out there. That are also fathers. Yes. But once again, the black community strips them of that because they have given black gay men one role and one only role to play. And I'm here to tell the black gay community and I'm here to tell the heterosexual gay um, black community that black gay men have a rainbow of roles to play. Mm-hmm. you don't assign roles to them we go and we pick our own roles and you become comfortable by the roles that we choose to play if not then you can go fuck yourself exactly exactly it, 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 this conversation is you know i'm glad we have this conversation because it, it, it's depending on clubhouse like these last these, these last two three three groups like this these world, these people that we don't know having these opinions and they finally had their opinions, but they say things that are just not true and this is and it's, it's comical at the same time because it's like 
they sound crazy to sit there and say things that they know are not true. It's, um, it's like uh, internet troll. It's like trolls. It no? is trolling. It yeah. is. So it's correct. Just, it like, is. I can't, I, like, Black Jesus I, help us. Because you know what happens when that when I that kind when I do that and I learned that from like so just to kind of tack on to like you know like our COVID episode a little bit. So I got into a lot of arguments <laughs> online because guess why? Because I had time. <laughs> I had a whole. I had time. Like when we were quarantined, right? Like I had time. So I I I got into a lot of back and forth with people. And what I realized is I was already so on fire about so many things that what would happen is that same fire I would carry, then carry into conversations that, and so I'm going to be totally honest, there were some conversations had didn't have a lick to do with what I just like threw down with somebody about online, I'm like talking to a friend, and all of a sudden it's just like, and action, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it would just be like, wait a minute, hold up. And yeah, so I had, fight. To, I had to separate. Yeah, like I was like on, sitting on ready, like period, like at like at, at a moment's notice. Like, oh, you trying to argue today? Let's go, like immediately. And it was just kind of, I had to, I had to go. Okay, wait, I have to separate these two, and so. I said okay, but you I, know what this clubhouse made me see? It makes me see that there's still so much work to do. A lot oh, of work, so much work. A lot, and of work. I, I urge all black gay men, all black queer men, all trans men, in whatever space you occupy, be your best, true, authentic self. Agree, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because right. that's how we're going to win this. We're going to win this by being our true, authentic self at all times and every time. Yeah. And, be, and be consistent in all things except inconsistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. That's true. You know, and, it's, you know, I had an experience in um, the, one of the groups that we did where, you know, that I was um, police about my gender about mm-hmm. my voice, yes, because we was having, because I had, we was in a group, was a whole, the group was about should Mexican and white women wear braids, uh, culture, uh, culture appropriating, should they be allowed to wear braids, and should we say something to them, if we see somebody that white, uh, white or Mexican wearing braids, should we stop them in the middle of the street and say something to them, so I said, well, I think that, I think that me, associate white, um, blonde hair with white women, so I don't, why I don't, black women should install blonde hair into their head if they're not natural blonde. So that sparked the whole uh, uh uh-huh. conversation. Everybody was scared. they were all everybody was well, not everybody but like you know whatever. And so the moderator decided to um pick, decided to make me like to pick at me pick at me in this group. Okay, I was wait, wait, hold target. on Jasper. Okay. Instead of focusing on the topic uh-huh. and what Jasper said this is what they did. So Go then, yeah. So then, mm. these two individual guys decided to ask me. So, are you a man? Are you a man or are you a woman? Because my profile thing, I had a picture of a, a black woman with blonde hair. It's a point of proving my point mm. on the topic. They decided to ask me. So, are you a man or a woman? And I said, and I said, uh, I have a ball and dick just like you do. They said, well, <laughs> and they said, so they said, well, and so Sorry, the two guys, the two, the two assholes said, well. You know, anybody can have a dick or balls doesn't mean you're a man. That doesn't mean it's your man. I said, like I said, I'll have a dick and balls. Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? 
Well, you know, because, you know, they, they started referencing, you know, trans people and, you mm-hmm. know, going that direction, being very nasty about it. Yeah, they went on a transphobic yes. rant yes. and a homophobic uh, rant yes. because instead of focusing on the topic, the topic and on the response that Jasper gave, yes. they decided to pivot to yes. homosexuality, to homophobia, to oh transphobia, yes. and to, once again, to their perception of the black queer man. See, yes. it'll be done turned into yeah, because it see, it'll be turned to set it off for me. But then it, it, so. it, it, it but then it didn't stop. But it didn't stop from there because then they said, "Well, you know, we want to ask you because of your voice. You have a high voice, so it's because I have a high voice. You equate that with being gay." But what it's, is? Sorry, I don't mean like that. It's, so, it's 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 men who are married with children who have high who voices may not be the deepest voice in the world. Pitch, yes, you're so you couldn't equate that. With, with with my sexuality, like it was the oh stupidest God. thing ever. Oh like they kept doing, ma- making little statements like that, like that to be to make to try to be funny no, and to be nasty. It, I call yeah. it what it is. Homophobic. It was ha- it was homophobic. Yeah, homophobic. Transphobic. Yeah. statements. That's it was. wild. To it, me. Was, it was wild, like, and I, I was, mm, I was like, mad. But I just I yeah. I kept it together the best I could without really just. Cause you know I didn't want to be the stereotypical because you know, if I would have went off and oh that's 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 another queen coming in here just going off in the tyrant. <laughs> so I didn't want to give them that energy. See, I didn't want to give them that. I know that. <laughs> I know, and this is exactly see that's I I know that this is the amount the amount of work we have to do, and I know mm. about why this is what people sound like when you hit the wrong set of people. And the wrong set of uneducated and willfully ignorant motherfucker. Like I, I that's that's that. I can't do that. And that's exactly because uh-uh. because and again, gonna, I can't do that because if you see it set it off. If this like, is what we are experiencing as black queer men, mm-hmm. can you imagine what? Because there is a hierarchy here. Yeah, and, I already know what you're going. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine black women? Yes. Can you imagine black queer women, what they're going to say? Because black, you know, you they they got their foot on the black woman's neck. All the time. And the, well, all the time. Oh, and you should hear the things that they're saying about them. And mind you, we're talking about black queer men now. But black, we, that ain't nothing in comparison. Nothing. To the shit you hear these people say about black Women. Well, yeah, it's on a whole nother whole that's nother level. The, the that's on a whole a whole nother level. Stuff, I, and I am gonna I'm gonna tack on to what you said. The stuff they will fix themselves to say in regards to black women is like I, I can't like is really wild. Like blows my we, mind. You think they say some shit to us? The stuff that they that they will uh, like, like fashion themselves to go. Oh, it's completely okay for me to yep. say that to this woman. And that's when no I understand thing. my privilege. And I'm like, wow, it's not that bad. It's not because <laughs> I mean, we our yeah. our former president said things about black women, you know. So we, you know, yeah. the man it's that was leading the country would say said things that it was recorded saying things. So about black women mm-hmm. so it's not shocking that they're, they're I mean I'll hear things about you know we hear it all the time like there's a lot of things that I say are degrading by black women like black women are looked at as more as property than a person mm-hmm. 
So they're looked you know, as doormats. Yeah, they are as a piece of tissue Pro- that you yes, have property. used to wipe your ass with. Which the crazy and look thing at property. is, they are. Which the crazy thing is, and I was talking to uh, my mom about this not long ago. Love you, mama. Um, about. But first, black women are the backbone of the entire black community. Okay, so for it to be, and that's on that's on another topic. Like we can hey. go into that, but like for them to be so disrespected on the level that they are, and underappreciated and undervalued, is insane to me. It's beyond me. Black women yeah. are the alpha. And the Omega, absolutely of the Black community. They are but, the womb through which hello all they, things are. All things are possible. Okay, like that's just if God was a woman, God will be a Black woman. Okay, listen, mm-hmm. Grande said it. And for all, <laughs> oh, for all we know, God is a Black woman. For all we know, okay. but you know, you know, and we did a group. You know, we was in a, we, we was in another group. Theo, you remember they had a group about the Black women, our Black Black mothers, toxic. Are and, they too toxic, or are they are they are they too toxic? Was like are they too toxic or something like? And that, that. was the I next day, question? right? And that's yeah, when I day. heard all that nonsense about <laughs> black yes. women. Okay. Yes. It made you completely. It made you completely forget the bullshit that they were saying about black queer men. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, okay. Hold on. I done, now listen. I done took my glasses off. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> all right. Wait a minute. All right. So. Just because you guys are more familiar with with this platform than mm-hmm. I am, so okay, so Clubhouse, all right. So what is this? You go in, and there's what is there like a list of topic top rooms. rooms? There you uh-huh. go. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. And you just click. Join the conversation. One of them. You mean to tell me someone actually fixed their dusty ass to make a like our a room? Yes. Why? Like, what is the like? I mean, I could. I mean, we could get on why. But why? What? Why did you decide? <laughs> I see. I can't come to terms. <laughs> uh, and she, you woke up and chose violence. When I see a room named that, that's I'm just that's what I feel like to me. That you are call you are calling me out my name already. Like when as soon as I see the title of a room like that. that but Theo, but Theo, you went into if you would have went into this room. Oh no! The, you would have been completely surprised because a lot of the people in this room actually. Well, agreeing that black mothers are toxic to their children, like the, what? We, yes, like a good percentage actually were in agreement with the topic. Saying, okay, yeah, we do you believe, know what's crazy? We do think they are toxic to their children. We do think black mothers do this, do that, do that, do that do But to why the is it to just black mothers? Do we want to talk about? Because listen, because we they, can the, get into uh, it. But the and the moderator was black. The moderator was black. The great group was black. Okay, that, so, so let me call. So let's call that out real quick. And she was okay. a woman. And she's a woman. It was a woman. Mother. Right. So let's call that out real quick. Okay. So first <laughs> of all, woman who decided, I'm talking to you, whoever you are. I hope you're listening. Woman who decided to make that the title of the group on Clubhouse. Let me be very clear about something. You are the problem. You. You are the problem because just because you had a negative experience with your mother personally, because that's what happened. And you decided to get on Clubhouse and air out your grievances, which, fine, air out your grievances with your therapist, okay? Because you need to stop putting out narratives like that. Don't Listen, it's not a problem with talking about it and having a conversation about it, okay? But you need to be careful where you are spilling into those spaces, what you are spilling into certain spaces, right? 
and what energy you are putting out there. Because whoever whoever else, for example, a a white person that doesn't really understand why what what that what saying that means, right? Because you don't have a black mother, so you can't relate. Okay. And they stumble upon that online, that spills out certain energy. Mm into other spaces and Mm -hmm. certain narratives and that's what's called gatekeeping right so especially in the black community you do have to gatekeep certain things and be a little protective and be cautious about what you're saying because there are too many false narratives out there about us in general and we help perpetuate those false narratives bingo and so Mm -hmm. you can't just listen and somebody might t- might be like, oh, well, I can say whatever I want. No, the fuck you can't. Not in this black community. Sorry. That's not the way this works. It's and that's an not. art form. A lot of people want to be able to talk controversial topics mm-hmm. and want to be able to talk about these gatekeeping things that we have in the black community. And, right. you know, and at, and at a platform like that, you are not that good at it. You can barely yes. put two and two together. You're going to talk about this deep layered, multi layered topic, and they do that and they do more harm than good. good. Oh, yes. yeah, they do a lot of harm and they, yes. bring, they, they, they cause more of a, a divide than right. Instead, right. Of, is... instead of getting under, understanding, making creating understanding, creates more yeah. of a confusion because they're not good at conducting and producing these conversations to be Thank positive. It become more negative, and, make, and then then it's turn goes left because me and Phil have been in multiple groups. They start off hot, they start off good, start right? Off nice, because and know, it goes left, and it's arguments, and somebody's getting thrown out the room, or you know, it and goes you know, crazy. and you know why that is, <laughs> and you know why that is because the intention, intention, the intention is to be salacious. It's yes. not to educate. It's to oh, be yes. salacious. Period. Definitely. And that's exactly why you will not catch me. And not on one of those rooms because I will literally verbally destroy those. But I can't. I, nah, uh-uh. No. And that's why we do everything our, the way we do our podcast. We do our podcast with purpose. Yes. Our podcast is okay. to be able to vent, air things out, and build. Sorry. Yeah. We're not. We're not bashing these MSMs or men who sleep with men. We're uh-huh. we're we're exposing the obvious. Yes. We're noticing because you first of all, in order for us to get over something, we got to go through it. Through it. Oh, say, say that again. And, okay. And Reverend yeah. Cynthia, you you said something that I, that I didn't we need to touch on. They, the the common theme in these rooms is that we need to get over it. That we should just let things go. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that's been the common theme in these rooms. That's like, great. Uh-huh. I will gladly get over it when it's no longer happening. There you go. You right. can't talk. To, I cannot. I'm talking about the past oppression because we still got this oppression that we got to talk. This current oppression that we got to talk about. Right. Hello. This current state of oppression that we got to talk about. Yeah. And, our literal know, oppression. Hello. Not, not made up oppression. No. Black literal. gay men, the black queer men, and the gay and the black community are stripped of their individuality. Black queer men, black gay men. And the black community are stripped of their humanity. Exactly. And that is that's that happening today, not by the white supremacist or not by the white master. It's happening by people that look just like me. Come on that now. Were, that were raised with me and that are using tools of white supremacy to make those things a reality. Yeah. Because if 
you come in with those topics and you come in with that, that ideology, to me, you look like a big rhino coming towards me. Mm-hmm. And you're expect. And let me tell you, if you're a rhino, I'm a rhino too. I believe in equity. <laughs> come on, equity. You, That's the word of the day. Equity. If you are a big <laughs> elephant, call He's me back. Elephant Fox. Oh, I believe in equity because the same force. And the same energy that you're bringing towards me with your falsehood, I'm bringing my true authentic self. I'm bringing the truth with the same energy. Because the the years of passive gay people, of passive gay men, black men, feminine gay black men, and that's the only picture you see, and that's the way you want black men to exist, is over. It is. Look at these three queer men here. And this is just a small example of how different, of how diverse, of how rich, and how fluid, and how beautiful Black queer men are. This is just a small example. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, the, it's, I got one more thing to say, you know, we was in the group and this young lady was in the group and we was having a conversation. So she was asked a question by a trans woman in the group, uh, asked her how she, because she said she has gay um, friends and family. <laughs> and she asked her a question about her interaction. Do she fully support and love them? And this young lady just, just didn't answer the question. She she just said, I don't give a fuck what they do or what, what their life is or what their lifestyle is. And, and it, the, it, she just kept going back and forth and became a negative thing. So, Theo, her kind of Theo had tried to in a child to have a uh, try to talk to her and try to get an understanding. And young lady wouldn't was not uh, trying to understand what Theo had to say. And Theo gave her the boot. And this young lady went on a tangent. And Theo, it didn't Theo uh, messaged Theo, Theo outside the group, attacking him outside the group because you can message like, DM inbox in Clubhouse now. They said where you can actually inbox each other in Clubhouse. This young lady says she's not anti. She she supports. The LGBT community, and she's not against the LGBT community, but yet you are saying things that hateful, yes, that make you question your character. Very hateful and nasty, disgusting things. So, if you're not mm-hmm. against the community, but your character and you, what you've shown us shows shows otherwise, like it's a hip, you, she looks hypocritical, looks hypocritical because it's, it's not matching your stance, does not match what you're producing, what you mm-hmm. present to us. So, and can you imagine <laughs> she's around children? Yes. And, and this is why I stand so firmly in where I am today, because when I was a child, I was told gay black men are faggots, gay black men are sissies, or gay black men are a plethora of things that when I looked at myself in the mirror and I had conversation with myself, I was like, wait a minute, that's not me. And when you're going through your process of developing and getting to know you, I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute, that's not me. And for my Latin family members who used to say all those things, oh, you know, um, maricones. Ellos, say, you know, mm-hmm. ellos son maricones. Les mm-hmm. gustan la ropa de las mujeres. Y, you know, no saben pelear. Son sucio. Tienen sida. You know, mm-hmm. black gay men have AIDS. It used to, it, it used to confuse me. And, and, and when you and then you set a child in a road of confusion and self-doubt, then you you raise in a, a man in confusion 
and self-doubt. But thank God I was liberated by Black Jesus. <laughs> and, I, and, <laughs> oh, I dis- right. and I discovered me. And when you are you, because I'm not a rock. I'm a mountain. I'm unmovable. Call me a Mount Everest. You can't move me. And who mm, I and how I think about who no I am, no. <laughs> and you can blow it up, and it gonna still be there. Who I am is unmovable. Who I'm going to be is unchangeable, and it will last always because this is not unique to me. And when I think about that me, there are thousands and millions of individuals that were raised that way. I would want a child today to have parents that are well-informed, who are not ignorant and arrogant and bigoted to pass that hatred, to pass that confusion and self-doubt to those children. Period. Yeah, it's just, it, um, I agree with you. Like, you know, because it was, too, but see, you, I think you t- it was two too young, it was two young ladies, like they, but he, you know, and one of them was a teacher. She said she works in the school system. That's what so. I said. So the school system, that's the one. But I was talking mean, another young lady, the other young lady, can I uh, young lady, I don't know what she does, but she has she says she has family that is uh a family of friends a part of the community and you know, and she she she, she supports them, but yet her whole her whole attitude when she was like I said was asked questions about her support, like do you like do you fully support them and everything? It, it was just very nasty, but yes, what they were saying, like I when when the, when the young lady said she was a teacher, I was stunned because I was like, wait a minute, like so you're a teacher, but your whole attitude is nasty. So so when you work with children, teaching are you? Yeah, teaching, yeah, teaching children. <laughs> so I'm like, children. So you, so what, so what are you saying to these children? Because if you talking nasty to us in this room, and how are you conducting yourself with these children that you are supposed to educate and guide? So I was puzzled. I was like, wow, because she's very toxic. Yeah. I know? don't believe in this passive and this peaceful yeah. way of anything. Call me Theo X. <laughs> I, Don't you know, play with me. I or call me Queer X. I'm not, not playing this. You know I'm, I'm not, not playing this. <laughs> um, yeah, these these schools are something else. Like you, you, you meet all kind of people, and it just it's weird. I, you know, I have to add to something that Theo said about the way you know, and it, it really taps into. I feel like the way we sometimes perceive ourselves, right? So, like, much less the way we are perceived by other people as queer Black men. Um, You know, it was, you know, whenever I... I'll say this. The sum of the straight men in my life and, at like, back then, you know, when I was growing up... um, there was definitely the narrative of, and it wasn't, it wasn't all, the reason I'm saying some of it is because it definitely wasn't all, which was, which was a good thing, but um, there was definitely a feeling of, you know, you are queer, queer means less than, and Mm -hmm. queer is, queer means that you are not enough, and that you are dirty and you not are worthy. not worthy exactly and you are 
all of the things that are the complete antithesis of masculinity, right? And, you know, I remember feeling that growing up, you know, like as well. Like I remember feeling or having that feeling of, okay, I'm not, you know, I need to be more straight. I need to be more masculine. I need to be as heterosexual as possible so that I am worthy, right? But Mm -hmm. the funny thing is, as an adult now, I look back on that, I look back on that, not even that question, but I look back on that statement and I go to myself, worthy to whom? (laughs) Worthy to whom? Oh, preach, Isaiah. Right? Who? Who? (laughs) Who? Who do I need to be worthy to but my goddamn self? Right? And who do we need to be worthy to except for ourselves, except Mm -hmm. for the men that love us, except for the people that value us? That's it. That's who we need to be worthy to. And like we said before, true black heterosexual men who are truly the definition of that are not walking around calling gay people faggots, mm-hmm. are not walking around get, calling black queer people, men, um, oh, you got AIDS, you a sissy. True heterosexual black gay men are, are not that. Oh. Nope, they're not. They're not. They're unbothered. First of all, they're not worried. They're not concerned. They're unbothered. They're, they're unbothered. They're not phased. Yeah. They, they, they respect what they they live their life. We live in our life. That's it. Mm-hmm. They, it's no with in between. Equity. Yes, it's no. They don't look at. They don't look not, down. On not with like tolerance exactly. or acceptance. I don't need you to accept me, motherfucker. I don't need your permission to yeah, exist. Yeah, I didn't ask you. That's that part. Exactly. I was so, I was born, and I was created. Therefore, I was accepted by a higher entity that made that possible. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that I am here today existing and living is because I was accepted by the creator. Period. I don't need to be chosen. I don't need you to choose me because I'm already chosen. There we go. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so, you know, this is like, this is why conversation like this is important because, you know, I, I, I hope that one day we can come to a place where there is some type of common ground at least in you know, some understanding because there's a lot of understandings that need to be had and need to be need to be put in their brains so we can all exist in one accord because we all on this plan together regardless or not we all here together we're not we're not going anywhere they're not going anywhere so they're gonna have to it's gonna have to eventually be like it is what it is yeah. get over it get over yeah. it yeah. there you go get over it hashtag, hashtag it hashtag. you know what the, you know what it is too it's this energy it's it's making sure that what we have to understand is as as black queer men, as black heterosexual men, we the goal should be the same. A brother is a brother is a brother is a brother. Okay, say okay? That again. Come right. on now. We are all brothers. And the and when finally when people stop creating the divide in the because in order to be a whole force as a black community we have to actually be united so that means that you have to look to your left and right and in front of and behind you and go 
Again, a brother is a brother is a brother is a brother. It doesn't matter how the man next to you identifies. He is still your brother. There you go. You better say that. Period. It does not matter how it doesn't matter how what the it's not always I think some people say it's not always the destination it's the journey. In this case, sometimes it's not the journey. It's, it's not where you are right now. Exactly. Right? And if sometimes you, yeah. it's where right sometimes it's you looking at your brother right now. It's not how you got to that space sometimes and sometimes it's look at your brother right now as he is for who he is right now exactly and support and uplift and 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 be the encourager to keep living and keep going and not judge that's a problem we live in a judgmental society where people want to judge everything about someone's life that they do not know or do not live that's Mm -hmm. the problem the judgmental the judgmental mentality Mm -hmm. has got to stop and you don't know how someone and and i'm glad you said that because it's like you don't know how someone you don't know how someone got where got there Right? Exactly. You don't exactly. know. So then, so then we flip it back on its head. Okay. So in this case, it is the journey. You don't know how they got there. Don't know how they got there. So don't ju- don't look at them today and tell them I'm judging you today because you don't know what their yesterday was. So mm. it. there you go. Because that's that that's the tea. Because you don't know. Because people yeah. just don't. If things happen to people all the time. That yeah. leads them to where they lead to their destination. That they destination. Exactly. So you don't know. So to judge somebody off of meeting them, you mm-hmm. see them and you meet them one time, you make a quicker judgment. Yeah. But you don't know their life story. You don't know their whole life story. You don't know what they went through. And, the if, and if black yeah. queer men show their heterosexual counterparts how, what they've been through to get to the point where they are today, oh, yeah. they will give them all heart attacks and they will all have strokes. They, they, they yeah, go. because they're not because they are not built to handle it. Okay, no, they're, they're, okay. If black they're... women show them what they've been through and yes. how they got to where they were, oh they will wipe them off the face of the earth. Because black women are built in a way that people they are not only full of strength, they are full of love in a capacity that we have not yet reached. No. Okay. Nope, you know, it, it, their their balls would definitely shrivel up. Their dicks would shrink too. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. So you know, it would listen. They would invert immediately. It would invert immediately. Oh yeah, immediately. <laughs> immediately they wouldn't be able to uh wouldn't be able to appropriate anymore because their sperm would drive too. So, oh shit. <laughs> on that note, right. let's end it right there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh wow! Was, you know what? Let's end it in this way. Mm-hmm. Let's say one, three things mm-hmm. that black queer men are as per our experiences. I agree. And Jasper, why don't you go first? Mm-hmm. You want say, wait a minute? You say you want to say three things. Say which one each of us. Uh, you want one of each of us to say one thing? Three things, three things that we would want the audience to know that black queer men are. Outside okay. of the misconceptions and the stereotypes and all these things that are made up negatively about them. Well, he'll go first. I gotta think. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so three things. Um, you know, we are full of love. That's the first thing. We're full of love. We 
are, I think, you know, there's a misconception that we're just always ready to, to be super sassy and, and messy immediately, right? Like we're just, we're ready. Like we're sitting on ready. We're actually full of love and warmth. And um, God, the next thing we are, we are resilient. You know, we, we don't just fall to the floor. Somebody, as soon as somebody says something like, you know, like to us either, you know, like we bounce back. Um, and the third thing is, oh, God, we are, <laughs> from my experience, right? Um, I am, and this is going to sound cocky, I guess, but it's not, it's not at all the way it's, it's going to sound, but we are everything. You know, Come on, we everything. Are, we are everything, <laughs> meaning, meaning though, we are everything, meaning we're all of it. We're not one thing. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes we have weak moments. Sometimes we're sad. It's okay for us to cry and shed tears. It's okay for us to feel everything. We're all of it. And we're not just what you see on the outside. Those are my three things. <laughs> hmm. no, you still <laughs> need like more those. time? <laughs> yeah, you can go through y'all. I'm going to go last. Right. Yeah. I think Black queer men are everything that the heterosexual counterparts are and I think uh, black queer men are strong father figures and strong fathers. Uh, Black queer men are funny. Uh, Black queer men are protectors of themselves and of their community. I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay. I think that black queer men are strong. They are some of the strongest people on the planet. They deal with so much on a daily basis. You know, as one, you have to you, you take on so much through our, through life. So I think they are strong in handling all the criticism, all the all the toxic things that are said. They handle it with such class and such and, and such resilience. And so I I think they're strong. I think they are intelligent because. Some of the most intelligent people on the planet are black queer men. Some of the most intelligent people I've met are black queer men. You know, they're doctors, they're lawyers, they're 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 some of the the most powerful beings on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I think that um black queer men are um compassionate people because they have hearts of gold. They will they will help a homeless person. They will help anyone. They they don't judge. Mm-hmm. So and that's my point. And I approve this message. <laughs> See everybody later. See you guys later. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Yes, Bye. thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.